If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy, and it's April. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake, because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Accept no substitute. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard's deputy editor, digital, Katie Atkinson. Hi, Katie. Oh, hey, Keith. How are you? I'm great, because today we have must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor, digital, Joe Lynch. The other deputy editor, digital. (laughs) Um, Well, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got must-hear music. Joe and the team will be chatting about so very much, including (laughs) new tunes from Kesha, Broken Social Scene, and Demi Lovato. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, why don't you subscribe to us on iTunes? Come on do it mm-hmm. so you won't miss an episode and you know you can give us a rating while you're at it or even you know write a little review say some nice things about us because you love us mm-hmm. well, i don't know maybe you don't anyway but you should you should you really should if you have any questions for us you can tweet us at keith underscore caulfield or at kt atkinson and if you want to explore more podcasts from billboard visit itunes.com slash billboard podcast well uh joe and the squad I'm calling it, it's like he has Taylor Swift. Hashtag squad. Squad. Squad goals. We'll be diving into new music, as we mentioned, from uh, Kesha and Demi Lovato and Zed and Liam Payne's new collaboration, Get Low. Katie, it seems like we're getting a bevy of new music lately from some of our biggest pop stars. It's good to be a pop fan right now. I would say you're exactly right. Uh, Even uh, even Kesha is back. We've been waiting forever for solo Kesha. And, you know, Liam and Zed, uh, don't sleep on that because, you know, he's he's going the uh, banger route right now with Get Low. And Demi, sorry, not sorry. She's not sorry. She even has like a house party tour around her single. Wow. This is how she rolls. This is, you know, <laughs> it's good to be, it's good to be a pop fan right now. Indeed. So let's get into must hear music. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. Wow. Uh, I should have some better banter prepared oh. than what I'm saying right now, but yeah, I don't. It's okay. Um, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I just uh, invited uh, so Lindsay to my birthday party on Facebook because we weren't Facebook friends. Wow. Yeah. Um, I so had been friend podcasting her. for a while, but not Facebook friends. Yeah, I think it's you know? kind of yeah, insulting. I think that yeah. she didn't want to friend me. Um, yeah. But, you know, we got over it and now we're, we're okay. All mm-hmm. is well. All is I'm well. glad. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking forward to that karaoke party. Yeah. Uh, can you give any teasers of what you might be singing? <laughs> Um, well, he's performing an original. Yeah, close nice. out the night. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Maybe bad liar. No, oh, I'll definitely do perfect illusion. I've been. Oh, that's well, then, been my. Yeah. That's been my karaoke. You jam should do million reasons. 
No. A nice vocal showcase no, for it's, you. Yeah, it's perfect illusion. I did Greenlight recently for the first time. I can and see that. It was very, very fun. Too. I think the three of us, we should do Bang Bang by Ariana Grande, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, and Jesse J. So what, what okay. would you do? I'll take Jesse J. I'll take the hit for the team. Oh, come on. <laughs> She's got a body like an hourglass. I think you might be Ariana. So you would do the rap? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Um... What's going on, man? What are we talking about on, right. on this podcast? So we've got today? some we've got some great stuff. So on this one, aside from Bang Bang, um, we have new Kesha, which is very exciting. Yes, uh, new Demi Lovato, and what else? I'm, I can't find my little list. Some Liam. Oh yeah, Liam Payne with Z. Um, what did you pick, Jason? This is this is this is how I feel all the time. Yeah, broken social scene. <laughs> right, you went indie this time. I did go indie. Broken this social time. scene. Oh, and, and Dejlove. And mm-hmm. Dejloaf, yes. And then you have a kind of left field pick for us that I do. Let's not let's not name it right now. Let's keep that. That's a tease. Yeah, you gotta keep yeah. listening for that one. All right, uh, but let's start off with Kesha. So um, Kesha's Pring came out yes. late last week. It is. Well, this is your pick, Lindsay. So why don't why don't you talk a little bit about it? I will do that. I absolutely love this song. I think it was the perfect way for her to return. I will say. For those who haven't heard it yet, I highly recommend listening to it first, not watching the video. I think the video detracts from it a little bit, Ooh. just because, oh. like, every single thing she's saying is just so impassioned, and, like, mm. you know there's so much meaning and so much feeling behind it. And the visuals, it's fun, and it's Kesha, and it's great, but, like, to sit there and actually listen to her sing, mm-hmm. like, all the shit that she's been through is really powerful, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just usually, okay, so it's, I mean, without getting into the entire background, but yeah. we know Kesha's been through some stuff. Uh, she hasn't had an album in, what has it been, five years now? Five years, yeah. Which is insane. I mean, mm-hmm. she had that song, uh, speaking of Zed, she had True Colors with Zed two years ago, yeah. which was like, fine. It yeah. was just, whatever. Yeah, well, it was a remake of another, uh, of a Zed song that didn't have her. She just right. took over the vocals for it. Um. But Prang is the first, like, proper single we've had from her in, I think, four years. It's yeah. been way too long. Um, I think, yeah, I agree. I think this is, like, a perfect comeback. I think usually, and I think it it's, it's does such a good job. It's, like, a very serious song. Mm-hmm. And that's something that could, like, easily, like, buckle under its own, like, weight and, like, grandiosity. And it's, like, very austere. And usually those things don't work in pop. Like, I feel like right. usually you kind of listen to it and you're, like, Oh, that's nice, but you don't want to listen to it again. But like, this is just like so. The the build is perfect. Like, there's oh, no yeah. meandering. It's just like an ex- like perfectly executed slow build. Um, you know, starts out kind of minimal, and then she starts working her way up to like showing off her voice, but not overdoing it. Um, yeah, and she then sounds great on it. Yeah, she sounds. She really showcases her vocals. Um, be like in a perfect way because it's like uh kind of like beautiful and seamless but then she allows it to get a little bit raw for a second um and then she kind of pulls out that crazy high note trick it's, that I wrote it down it's at 318 yeah it's just <laughs> it's just insane high note that like you just never hear in music because it's like a yeah. near screech but it isn't it's like somehow pleasant mm-hmm. to the ear um i saw someone on twitter describe it as the heavens parting and jesus christ appearing which I think is pretty much accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. how I would describe it. Um, and then there's pretty a great... Pretty much accurate. There's yeah. a great compilation of people just reacting uh, to that high note, like, listening to it, and then, like, their eyes widening, like, as big as saucers, and, like, 
all color draining from their face. Um, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's just, and also it's catchy is the thing. Like, another thing, like, usually songs like this aren't, like, melodically memorable, but, like, this has been in my head since it came out. Yeah. Same, and I, I will say, and then I'll let you get a word in. Yeah, somewhere. no, it's um, fine. Go, go for it. I guys. think a part of me was worried that if she did address some of the stuff she'd been through, it would be, like, almost too heavy and uncomfortable to mm-hmm. listen to. But it's done in a way that, like, it can be relatable on so many different levels right. to so many people. So totally. just the whole way she tackled it, I think, was really well done. Right, because it's clearly about, like, what she's been through. But like you're saying, like, you could listen to this and you could, like, apply it to your own, like, life struggles or whatever you've been right. through. Like, and it's, it's, it's nice and malleable for mm-hmm. that. Uh, Jason, what do you think? Um, so the, the point I disagree with um, is that I, I haven't found it melodically memorable. Like, I think that I, I actually I like the song. I think that I haven't really found myself returning to it in the way of, like, oh, I really, you know, obviously it's, it's different than, like, simple playlist fodder. It's a very emotional listen. And more than anything, it's great that Kesha's back and making new music. That's it's great to have her back. Um, but I think that I kind of described it in the same way that like um, the day it came out, I was like, well, this is sort of, if I were to guess what the first Kesha song was going to be like, I, I would kind of guess something like this. Um, and that that's not a knock against it, but I, I think that, there's nothing about like I know that Kesha's are already an amazing singer. I I know that like she has all of the these things to say, and it's worthwhile that she's saying it, and it's very powerful. But at the same time, I just I, I I'm not connecting with the melody with the song itself. That's okay. Like this isn't like she didn't write this for me. She wrote this as a testament to what she's been through, and as a beacon for people who are going through the same thing. So mm-hmm. who kind of kind of who cares what I think about this song but at the same time like what i said also to you joe is that i hope that her album which is coming out like pretty soon it's like a month Mm -hmm. away i think august 11th 11th yeah called rainbow i I just hope it has songs with the the this thematic uh element to these thematic Mm -hmm. elements to it but like like in your face like ass kicking like like tearing stuff up kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. because she's so good in that mode yeah and if she can kind of marry this like this really profound emotion with that mode i i i can't wait to hear that so while i obviously respect what she's doing on this song i, I yeah I, it definitely hasn't been one there where over the past few days i've been like oh let me put this on again i just you know it's not it's not that for me all right, well, we've got some disagreement that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, apparently uh, she did an re- interview with, I think, Sirius XM, um, and there will be, like, kind of what yours. I'm not sure, like, thematically if there'll be songs like that, but there are, like, more upbeat sort of, like, yeah. kick-ass stuff on And it. I figured there would be. I saw her at Firefly, and seeing her live for the first time in so long, seeing, like, she did exactly what you just said. Like, she was quite literally kicking ass on stage. Like, yeah. It was awesome. Let's and do it. So I can see that being heard on the album. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll and see. Related. Oh, so well, let's let's listen to it. So, uh, okay. Kesha Prang from uh, upcoming album Rainbow.
All right, that was New Kesha praying. Uh, so actually, just last night at a Brooklyn uh, bar, I saw one of my favorite drag queens, Ragamuffin, do an incredible lip sync to Kesha's praying. It was oh, just wow. flawless. Wow. Yeah. I've got the video I can show you guys. Thank so. you. I can't wait. It was really remarkable. Thank um, you for sharing. All right, well, let's do... Um, oh, let's do, Let's go to another... Uh, Pop Titan, uh, Demi Lovato. Yeah. New song, Sorry Not Sorry. Coincidentally, the title of uh, Naya Rivera's memoir. Oh. I wonder if they are, they're going to have a Twitter fight about that. You never know. Um, I have to okay, so this is, this is my pick. Um, I am so over people saying sorry, not sorry. I think oh, it's wow. super annoying and just completely pointless. Um, that being said, like. Joe, let me clear the air first. I've used that phrase, and I'm sorry. Oh my God. Not sorry. Oh, I knew that <laughs> was coming. <laughs> um, so that being said, I approached this song being like, uh, and especially like the whole practice of like naming a song or an album or a TV show or whatever after like dumb little like catchphrases mm-hmm. of the moment is another thing that bothers me. However, I really love this song. It's just like so catchy, and it makes me happy like – I mean, you know, like, I like when Demi does the... I'm more into upbeat Demi, I'll say. Or, like, kind of, like, cool for the summer, I like, like dance pop. See, the sad Demi, I mean, she has an incredible voice. Yeah. But, like, I, it just doesn't hit for me as hard. And Skyscraper, I man. Love, That's what, yep. That I song. love this, the fun, like, sorry, not sorry. But also, like, it's, you know, it's like, it's an ass-kicking sort of song, like we're talking about. Like, it's defiant, you know? Yeah. It's not without substance. It's mm-hmm. not completely froth. Um, but what, what do you guys think of it? Uh, so I'm a big Demi guy. You guys all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, by you all, I mean every listener to this podcast, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it it's it's solid. I mean, I think that it. I I was really blown away by her past two lead singles, by Heart Attack and Cool for the Summer. I thought mm-hmm. both of those songs, like. When's the last time you listened to Heart Attack, man? That song is still so good. That's yeah. Song is like it's like. It, amazingly written and it has this weird like 10 second intro that like ramps up very quickly mm-hmm. um i think that this one's a little bit safer i don't yeah. i i still appreciate demi and in, in terms of like her delivery and in terms of you know just her overall personality i i'm interested in because this sounds very different than what she's been doing so mm-hmm. i'm i'm a little interested in like where she's going from here um but this kind of feels like a tease of a next era, and uh, I don't know if it's like a a, a radio banger, um, in the sense that like cool for the summer. Like I heard cool for the summer the first time, I was like, I can't wait to hear this a hundred more times. Right. I don't think yeah. this is there, yeah. and maybe part of it is because like the title phrase is just like a little a little bit grating. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, welcome back, Demi. Let's let's do it. I I can't wait to hear more. The the, the good thing about like one of my favorite things about Demi is that all of her albums have like like really good non-singles so um maybe maybe that's uh that's what we're having in store mm-hmm. what do you think Lynn? i have a personal theory as to why this is a safe play for her okay have you ever seen a video of her singing live cool for the summer uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess at award shows. It's it's really never been great. I think it was a really hard song for her to tackle live because of the range. Yeah. Sort mm-hmm. of the same thing with Heart Attack. And I, when I was listening to it, like, the first thing I thought to myself was, like, this is more in her range. Like, I could see her doing this live. It's not as risky. 
and I yeah I per I think that was like an intentional move for her okay interesting yeah she does have those like voice where I I did actually see her perform cool for the summer at a pool party one time it was very cool perfect anyway location. pool for the summer pool More for like the summer <laughs> well said well said um, Joe. I think that that's an interesting theory. My theory, because I was wondering, kind of thinking a similar thing, um, like wondering why this is like a little bit safer and not quite as like vocally dynamic as mm-hmm. her other stuff. Um, I think it's just because like that's what's kind of like hitting on the charts right now. Like I feel like that's kind of even what like Gaga did with The Cure. It's like yeah. musically, like it's not super in your face. Yeah. Like it kind of just glides by. And I feel like that's kind of what seems to be playing at radio right now, like all these songs that aren't like incredibly hooky, which is almost like counterintuitive. You would think like the catchier, the better, but it's almost stuff that kind of like glides by without like being super noticeable seems to be doing the best at radio. So that, that was kind of my thought that maybe she's going that route. Yeah. I I guess my, my main problem with the song is that it's not singular in the way that I was hoping it would be because you think about, you know, we all love bad liar. Mm-hmm. You think about that song, like, that's immediately what? But, but that's not doing well at radio is the thing, though. Well, but... but mean, it, it is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's doing okay, but, like... It's not doing it, great. Well, that's fair. It's, um, <laughs> like, a very polite argument. But my, yeah. but my point right. is that yeah. it, it has a, such a distinct tone, and, look, like, in terms of, like, we've talked about it, like, what Selena does with her voice on that song is, like, very, mm-hmm. like, very memorable. And this okay. this one does not have that kind of special quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, like, I give her the benefit of the doubt. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We will see at that. Anyways, all right, well, let's listen to... Uh... I If I did talk over you at any point in that segment, I am sorry. Oh, no. Oh, my not God. But he's not sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm guessing that will happen at least one more time. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. <laughs> All right, let's listen to Demi Lovato, uh, Sorry Not Sorry. All right, that was Demi Lovato. Do you want to, Jason, what was that song called again? I forget the name of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Hey-o. All right, uh, let's do a Jason pick. So yeah. uh, in lieu of Lindsay not picking up the indie banner this time around. Yeah, Jason it's is like a freaky Friday. Broken social scene. Yeah. Uh, new song, Stay Happy, is the name, right? I try to channel Lindsay and, <laughs> and you know, I listened to some White Stripes, listened mm-hmm. to some Black totally. Keys, and then I came out on the other side and I was like, I really like the new Broken Social Scene album. I actually really do like the new Broken Social Scene album. Um, I've been a fan of, fan of theirs forever. They were like one of mm-hmm. one, like hit at the perfect time for me in terms of like college indie rock they were just all over that um and uh yeah so i didn't love their last album which came out i can't believe seven years ago forgiveness rock record wow um but hug of thunder like they just sound like they like i think forgiveness rock record was definitely more of a change up and i would even say more ambitious they they tried to do more like uh, straightforward song structures and it didn't really pay off uh, this this one just seems to kind of be like sinking back 
to their basics, but in a really good way. Like they, they kind of have figured out what, like they've remembered what they're really good at. And that is like creating this wall of sound with a bunch of different voices and a bunch of different instruments piling onto each other. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I picked stay happy because it's, it's the perfect like um, representation of, of that sound. Like you just, it, everything just works so effortlessly on this song where you have this kind of extended intro and then these pop vocals and then this the the um the production almost reminded me a little bit of like dirty projectors uh it would there's a lot of like start stop in there yeah and um and the time signatures are are nuts and like i i just i really really liked what is going on on this album in general but like i think that this is like the perfect kind of sample of the album so yeah i love it what what did you think? Uh, I can't believe I actually have not listened to the album all the way through yet. Wow. I know. I sort of like missed the whole broken social scene boat. Well, their so their last album came out in 2010, so you would have been 3. <laughs> yeah, just four? about. You said 3 or 4. Yeah, you know, I was just so young. I couldn't even figure out how to put on headphones at that yeah. age. <laughs> you were trying to listen to Forgiveness Rock Record and couldn't understand. Anyway. But yeah, so I, I did kind of miss it. Um, That's fair. Yeah. But this album is like reintroducing me to them in a way. This song was, I really did like this song. I, like I said, don't know what the rest of the album sounds like. But I liked the intro, like the little instrumental intro before they all came on. Yeah. Were all 15 of them on the last record? No, uh, Feist wasn't on the last record. Uh, yeah, I think most of them were on the last record, but this is like all of them and they, they have a couple new vocalists. Um, yeah, it's just like, they're just like a Canadian like collective that just gets together every few years and makes records like this. They're they're awesome awesome live. They're, they're so, so great live too. Really? Yeah, they're, (laughs) they're, they're so, so great. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I I also I liked this a lot. I loved the self-titled that came out 12 years ago. Um 12. Yeah, you're right. 05. But yeah, but similarly Forgiveness Rock record, I just like did not enjoy at all. Like I didn't hate it, but it just did really nothing for me yeah. and I think I barely returned to it. Yeah. Uh and this yeah, Stay Happy, I've not listened to the full album yet, but this like listening to this one song made me think like, oh, this is I know, right? But it's not like they're just going back to the good album. It's like it kind of has a little bit of the forgiveness rock uh record like feel, but has a little but bit of better. that bite. A little bit of the bite. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what like broken social scenes like legacy will be like there there obviously was that kind of pitchfork era like you know like you forgot it and people is like proclaimed as one of the best albums of the entire decade mm-hmm. i don't think that like most people think of it that way or no. even are aware of it but yeah. like they're just yeah they were so into that uh into that era that they helped define it to me right well i mean uh, there was yeah there was like that era was when like indie was like the thing yeah it was like the cool thing and now yeah. it's, it's not really like pushing the envelope creatively yeah. anymore like most indie musicians kind of sound like they're kind of recycling sounds not to, I, that's a very Oof, sweeping no. statement but yeah. don't say that obviously Lin- there are Lindsay's right next to i know you. obviously there are many counter examples i'm not saying <laughs> no one's doing anything but i'd say the major like most popular indie bands these days yeah which was not the case you know 10 12 years ago yeah but. i mean um 
for those listening and Lindsay, I would uh, urge if you haven't checked out You Forgotten in People, which is their second album and the one that kind of broke them in 03. Uh, just an incredible album still. So, And I love the self-title, too. It's, it's awesome. All right. Uh, well, let's listen to it. It's Stay Happy from Hug of Thunder, the new Broken Social Scene album. That was New Broken Social Scene. Uh, and in a very similar vein, let's talk about the new Liam Payne song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Liam Payne and Zed, dynamic duo. Um, songs called Get Low. It is not... It's funny because I actually, like, prepping for this, I actually listened to Broken Social Scene and then, like, Zed featuring Liam Payne. I was like, wow, this is a strange Probably the turn. only person to, yeah, make that pivot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, First off, okay, it's called Get Low. It is not the best song ever titled Get Low. Mm, there are obviously... Definitely not. Yeah, there are far superior ones. Yeah. Kind of the reason I picked this, though, as one of mine is, like, we talked about Strip That Down on this we podcast. We sure did. And uh, that was a pretty embarrassing song, I would say. Oh, come on. It's not good. I would agree. Uh, this... <laughs> This, I actually, like, I mostly picked because, like, I surprisingly enjoy it. Like, I don't think this is remarkable, but it's a really good pop song. Like, and kind of what we were saying earlier, like, it kind of has that, like, breezes by. It's not, like, too attention-grabbing, but it's very pleasant. Um, His voice sounds incredible. Like, this is definitely, like, Strip That Down, I think, did no major favors to his voice. Like, it was kind of him in this swaggery mode that he couldn't 100% sell. This is him showing off how well he can sing, and he yeah. really has a beautiful voice. Yeah, um, and it's just—I think it's a, it's a Zed did a good or a good job, like complimenting his voice without overpowering it. Like it's just a nice marriage. Like this is one of those things where if I heard, you know, every so often on the radio, I would be very pleased to have this on in the background. Yeah, interesting. But what did you guys think? You guys seem way more suspicious <laughs> about this. I'll let Lindsay go. I didn't like his first song, and I mm-hmm. don't like this one. Ooh, 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 um, I'm trying. I'm trying, Liam fans. <laughs> but just can't get behind it. I think he's, like, pushing so hard to be the sexy one. Like, mm-hmm. the like, cool bad boy who talks about, like, doing it in dirty clothes. And, like, this one is just yeah. weird, too. I don't know. Wait, just... Dirty Laundry was Nal Horan, oh. no? Yeah. Come on, get him, get him right. Yeah. This is making it even worse. Um Oh, there there is down. a lot of them. That's what you called a stripper jam. Strip that I down, did call right? that a stripper jam. It is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, still, he's trying a little bit hard to establish mm-hmm. himself in this way. I don't love the song. I kind of like Zed, but I think I weirdly like when he works with female vocalists instead. Mm-hmm. I think he's able to like do these really explosive choruses with them, which I didn't yeah. really hear on this one at all. Right. I mean, yeah, Fo- Fox's the Zed song. Uh, Clarity was just that was probably his finest moment. Yeah, this one just doesn't do much for me. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'm a little bit in the middle of you guys, I guess. Uh, I, I I liked it. I actually did really, really like it more than I thought I was going to. I mean, Zed's, Zed's solid, man. Like, Zed, really Zed is. is just, like, yeah. a solid, like, EDM producer who, who understands, like you said, how to accentuate pop uh, artists' vocals and, and kind of, like, 
you know, the I, I remember when before Stay came out, like I heard that he was making a song with Alessia Cara, and I was just mm. like, I don't know if that's gonna like how is that gonna work? And it actually like he pulled it off. Like it sounded, it sounds like it makes sense. I don't, I don't love that song, but it, it definitely right. like isn't like an embarrassment at all. Um, <laughs> What's a lot of high praise there. <laughs> no, don't love saying, it, but uh, not an embarrassment. No, I don't <laughs> love that song, but no, it 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 makes sense. It's a big hit. It, it's like it's it's a good listen, but. Uh, yeah, I like the, like I feel like more than anything, this definitely establishes Liam as like a credible like solo vocalist when you need a solo vocalist. Yes, like I I foresee more of these types of songs mm-hmm. coming from him in the future, and I think that's kind of what he needs to do. Right, that's like, kind of what like when I yeah when I heard this that made me think like like oh he's the kind of person like maybe it's not so much like a solo album star but like. Like a DJ is making an album, and you're like, "Oh, I need a, a man who can sing and who has a you know a, beautiful <laughs> a man voice who sing. can sing, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and I can't get Justin Bieber, but Liam Payne's here, and that's also fantastic. But if you compare this to the Louis song, uh, "Just Hold On," like I think that that, I, and I don't I don't dislike that song, but I think mm-hmm. that Liam definitely sounds more natural on this. Yes. Um. So yeah, I I would recommend this song. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? I'm yeah. not recommend. I think Zed's a pretty undersung. I mean, like, I don't think he's a genius by any stretch, but, like, yeah. everything he does is just, like, he's pleasant. just, like, been very solid and, like, pleasant, like, producing stuff that hits it radio and doesn't get grating after the 15th listen. Um, yeah. Can I tell you guys, speaking of which, can I tell you, a, like, an underrated Zed song um, that you all know? Because, yeah. but it's featuring Zed. It's not Zed featuring mm. someone. Break Free by Ariana Grande. Ugh, that song is still song. so good. I yeah, I that, that song, song. I do like that awesome. one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so that, Thank you there you that. go. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, never get tired of that song. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right. Well, this is Get Low. It's Zed and Liam Payne. All right, that was new Zed and Pano. Uh, next and last, right? Or wait, did we? No, we have two more. We have two more. Okay, yeah. Wait, Jason, what was? Wait, well, let's do yours, Lindsay. It was. Uh, yes. It's. Uh, wait, who is it? Aya by Quaku Collins. Right, Quaku Collins. Uh, Aya featuring Alan Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Alan. Course, uh, so, so this was on. this is kind of a, a I've never heard of this uh, artist before. That's the goal here. So how did yeah? How did you stumble upon this? So uh, he's an Evanston rapper. So I still read up, you know, on all my Chicago-based mm. mags and papers. Repping and there's the a hometown. of course there was a really great feature article with him, and so I read that and got introduced to his music. And I brought him up in one of our music meetings a while back for the song "International Business Trip." Mm-hmm. came out a while ago, and it's also on the EP he just released called Grey. But this song in particular is my favorite one. It's just like a really, really good beat, in my opinion. You can't really understand what he's saying on the verses, but that's why I like Alan's part. Mm-hmm. It's more lyrically clear, like, what yeah. he's saying. So I think that was really necessary, but the beat is what really sold me on this. Yeah, I couldn't tell. The production seemed like a little... Distort is not the right word, but, like, a little muffled in a way. Right. And I think that's intentional. I kind of like that. Like, I I like when people play around with, like, the I do, sonic. too. And it makes it, like, 
perfect or easy listening. You know, like you don't have to dissect too much. You can just mm-hmm. have it on. What did you think, Jason? Uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I, I agree with you. You guys seem to think that the production is kind of the main draw. I kind of agree with that. I, I didn't love. Like it didn't really hold my interest after I kind of sunk into the production, mm-hmm. but it it did. It I, yeah, I enjoyed like. I, I enjoyed just the overall feel of it, but I didn't think like the song itself was there for me. Okay. I'm sorry, Lindsay. It's okay. I sort of knew that would happen. Wow. This is such a role reversal. I'm, <laughs> I know. I'm hawking uh, Broken Social Scene. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just looking at the SoundCloud. Apparently, Quaker Collins also produced it. Mm-hmm. So did the rapping and producing. So that's that's very Props impressive, I yeah. would say. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say, yeah, listening to it, the production definitely is what stood out to me, but... Um, I liked it. Like, I would be curious to hear more from this guy. So. Yeah, I feel like he could be around for a while. He's playing Lollapalooza. So. Nice. Are you going to Lala? I believe I am. Cool. All right. Back See in the, the big fan. windy. Oh, whatever yeah. Whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what we call windy. it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> something like that you sounded like a computer like like a, like a bot like a twitter bot being like chicago the big windy yes exactly whatever sorry not sorry jason wow Ooh. well said um all right let's listen to well it said. oh my well god said. well said <laughs> Oof. all right uh kwaku collins featuring alan kingdom songs called aya Next and last, we have a Jason pick, which I already forgot what it was. Dejloaf. Dejloaf, yes. <laughs> you just look it up. Um, I did just look it up, too. So I, I don't even really have much to say about this song. It's just a jam, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, No Fear is the no song. No Fear is the song. Yeah. Um, came out a couple weeks ago, so I'm a little late on it. I'm sorry. Not sorry, oh because God. we get to talk oh. about it right now. Uh, Dejloaf still hasn't put out a debut album has a million cosigns is like yeah. has been ready to blow for a minute um and that i i like i really hope this song takes off like in a major way because it's just a perfect summer song um the like talk about like just like sleek production mm-hmm. um just a great vocal turn and i i just love it no fear like just like like i i just want people to add this song to their playlist because it will make them so happy yeah, I would say yeah. I was I I love her, and I was surprised how kind of polished this was. Um, it definitely yeah. This seems like something that you know being aimed towards radio and you know various yeah. playlists. Like there's a lot of crossover to it. Like you know like this could easily play with like a rock fan, yep, uh, or a pop fan, or someone who likes more like trap house things or hip hop. Like it it has a lot of different instruments and sonic elements. Yes, um, but it, it does have an identity. Like it's not it's not kind of a pandering thing yeah. either. Uh, it's it's a, it's a really good and it's it's short too. It's like three minutes. I yeah, feel it's like less it, than three minutes. It mm-hmm. packs a lot in yeah. in uh, a very short amount of time. Love it. Love this song. I what? really do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is my intro. So I did a little like backtracking and saw all the cosigns that you mentioned. So that's yeah. when I was kind of like, damn, like this is impressive. I want to hear more. Um, yeah. The album's coming out this year at some point. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like the first official single. So yeah, it was. I really liked it. It was good. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's fantastic. She's been kind of percolating around the the blogosphere for yeah. a couple of years now, I feel like. Yeah, and that that's the thing. It's like sometimes you just need one song to really right. put you over the top, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully this is it. I think this could be it. Or if it isn't, I feel like this is just kind of like that, take it to the next level, and yeah. then maybe at that point you do the springboard single. Cool. Yeah. Um, but no, I feel like this is awesome, and I think, you know, I mean, at this point there's really just – you know, in terms of, like, female rappers, like, with chart success, it's pretty much just Nikki. Like, it's kind of ridiculous yeah. that... I mean, there's a co- there's been a couple, like, Remy Ma and Cardi B, and um, we're getting we're getting to the new era, so... Yeah, I, but they're, I just mean in terms of, like, major, people, like, s- right. platinum, yeah. Yeah, like, kind of like a, a platinum sort of pop star, and I would, I would just love to see that open up a bit more. Yeah. You forgot about the... About the, uh, the IGGY. Yeah. I did not forget about that. I was. You're saying who that? Who that? I'm saying who that? Who that? Yeah, wow. exactly. Well, I'm um, saying IGGY. Yeah. Anyways, well, let's listen to it. Uh, Dej Loaf, No Fear. Add it to your playlist. Buy it on iTunes. Other things. So blah, blah, blah. Listen to it here. It's so crazy, but as long as you're right here, none of the gossip, nothing can stop us. I want to love you with no fear. We can do this thing together. Close your eyes and take my hand. Because what we have is something special, baby. Let's just take our chance. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. Get up. All right, that was uh, Dej Loaf, and that's all we have uh, for this podcast. So thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, is there anything else fun. coming up this summer that you guys are really excited about? Hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for, there's a couple of rock albums coming out, Sheer Mag and Downtown Boys in the next couple of weeks. Mm, I love Downtown Boys. They put yeah. on such a good live show. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be in the city this week. Sadly, I cannot see them. But uh, shout out to Dan Time Boys and, and Sheer Mag. And, um, I'm going to be at Pitchfork Fest uh, this weekend in Chicago in the Big Windy. Hit so it up, Jason, in the Big Windy. <laughs> so if you see me uh, trying not to blow away in the Big Windy. <laughs> um, so big and windy hi. here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm basically taking my uh, Lindsay impersonation on the road to Chicago to see in- Indie Rock at a three-day festival. Yeah, mm-hmm. something no one asked for, but yet <laughs> here we are. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. All right, cool. What about you? Do you have anything you're excited for? You can also I'm say sure no. I do. Yeah. You know, just keep them to myself for now. Here right, right, right. Tune Ooh, in next week. Yeah. yeah. Keep the cards close. Exactly. Liam yeah. exactly. Don't want to give it away all right. up front, you know. I'm very, I, I guess we don't know when it's coming officially, but um. I'm excited. I, I really want to hear more from Miley. Like, I love... I still yeah. love Malibu, and I'm very... I know we we heard that. I forget what the last song was called, but, like... A, Same. Uh, the one that was, like, dedicated to Hillary, but, like, a proper, like, Malibu follow-up single. Yeah. And I guess I'm Same for excited. Selena. Same for Selena, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feti- fetish is coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, we'll that's, talk about Fetish next week, right, maybe. Very excited about that. Cool. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, tweet us what you think about any of those picks. And we will catch you next time. Bye, guys.